Do you like beer? Do you like podcasts? Do you like beer podcasts? Then check out Crackin' One Open, a podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every week, we crack open a new craft beer from breweries around the country. And sometimes the world. We'll talk about how it was made, what's in it, the history of the brew, and the brewery. Then we'll give our tasting notes, and while we're finishing up, we'll talk about some of the latest goings-on in the world of pop culture. So check out Crackin' One Open with Mike and Elise, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Welcome, Nerdy Knights of the Well Rounded Table to Bohemian Greek Studies, where we I take extremely <laughs> dorky so dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm Colleen, and give me that Spanakopita right now. Opa, I will eat the shit out of that Spanakopita. <laughs> I love it. Opa. I'm Anders, and I eat both meat and lamb. Good. And I'm slow. <laughs> and I'm always ready to fix a bun cake with a plant if you come to my house so don't even worry about it <laughs> this cake has a hole in it <laughs> there's a hole in hole this in this cake <laughs> you fixed it exactly. it's a cake <laughs> i bet you've guessed what movie we're covering today as you can tell we're gonna have a lot of fun with this episode today <laughs> while we may vary in terms of our tastes here on BGS, even though we will all meet meat and lamb, yep. one thing will always remain constant. There's always more to learn from taking a chance on new content or rewatchable content. Rewatchable content. That's right. So for this series on Bohemian Geek Studies, we're taking a look at content, which for one reason or another, we think is way better than it should have been. For this episode, we're looking back at the 2002 romantic comedy, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Written by and starring Mia Vardalis, inspired by her own marriage. Sadly, I found out that marriage ended in 2018. Yeah. Um, they were together a long time, though, and he's in the movie. Like He's, he's in the movie, yeah. He's really? the best friend. Oh, yeah. Really? He's Ian's friend. Yeah. Ian's friend. Amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this movie was made for about $5 million production budget. It had an initial marketing budget of only $1 million and grossed. $368.7 million at the box office, which is an approximately 3,600% return. It's amazing. Tom it's Hanks is really insane. happy with this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Vardalos' Tula is a 30-year-old Greek woman. They live in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. who, who wants more out of life. She convinces her parents to allow her to attend the local college, takes a job at her aunt's travel agency, and meets the love of her life, Ian, who is not Greek. When the two get engaged, they have to navigate her large and insane family in order to satisfy everyone and themselves and have a wonderful Greek wedding. So ladies, what makes this movie so special? Why do we think it should just not have worked as well as it did? Mm. And still does, to be frank. it, It aged very well. So well. So, so well. I love this movie. Uh, I remember when it came out. Like 2002, I was in college, I think my sophomore year, and the hype for it was insane. I know that there was, the budget wasn't super big for marketing, but everyone was talking about this movie. I think it worked so well because it was about like a seemingly normal woman, not like a stick figure blonde person that she wanted to go sit at the table with. Tula does have that kind of swan from a duckling transformation, but she's still the same awkward person that she is in the beginning. She just has a little bit more confidence. I really like the part where Ian says he remembers her before mm-hmm. her makeover. Love I that part. You. 
yeah, I remember you. He's like, I, I don't, don't remember Frump Girl, don't but remember I remember Frump you. Girl, but I remember oh you. Oh my and God, I'm like, he's so like, hot. <laughs> he's, he's ridiculously high. Like, oh my God. Um, he loves her for exactly who she is. And he really steps into it and embraces her insane family. I just was like, dude, I have a big family. This is like way many notches above how insane my family is. The entire cast is wonderful. I think they really lucked out though, getting John Corbett during this time period he was on sex in the city and this was like his peak sexiness phase he's still pretty hot but i mean this is like peak john corbett hot man when his hair is wet after that baptism i am just like sir (laughs) so hot (laughs) put it away nikki's face when she i love her she's from um one of the baz lerman movies the ballroom one and she so she's australian so she's doing like a way different accent Mm. here and she's really good in that movie too um as for why this shouldn't have worked verdalos was relative unknown at this time she's not the picture perfect rom-com heroine we were used to like we know julia roberts meg ryan um probably like if you think about kate hudson was kind of coming into the rom-com queen situation and just like Tula, Rodales wasn't delicate and blonde. She was a 46-year-old with sideburns. But she yep. was super relatable and funny. I loved that. These women are usually cast as the best friend character. So it was nice to see her actually get the center role and get the guy of her dreams. And maybe not the wedding of her dreams, but at least she's getting the life that she really wants. Mm-hmm. And also like having Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson behind you probably helped a little bit because this is a playtone um film so knowing that you had that kind of power behind you probably felt really good for someone who was just getting Mm -hmm. started yeah um i was 12 in 2002 when this movie came out a baby huh (laughs) a baby i know well and so (laughs) at this time like i was watching movies like um like more kid like young adult rom-com so I was into like the Amanda Bynes movies Mm -hmm. and like the Julia Stiles movies like The Prince and Me like so good also way better than has any right to be honestly anything Uh, with Julia Stiles my god so good (laughs) and I don't think I saw I I'm pretty sure I did not see this movie in theaters but I think it was like I picked it up maybe a couple years later in like the five dollar DVD bin at Target and I brought it home and I popped it in and I watched it with my mom and I have never laughed at something so hard in my life with my mom. Yeah. It was like something that just like united everybody. Like everybody thought this was like universally funny. Yeah. Like still in my family, like my dad will talk about like putting Windex on stuff or like <laughs> my sister and I will look at each other. Like when my parents are speaking French and we'll just go like, kimono from the greek word kimono. <laughs> like, every single line in this movie is so iconic to me so good. <laughs> and i think like because i am an immigrant myself i come from an immigrant family charlotte my daughter is first generation american on my side um this movie was just so relatable it's like when i bring people home like there's an embarrassment factor where it's just like, hey, we're going to be eating liver. And like, sorry if you think that's weird, but like, we're like, what can I do? We're French. Like, it is what it is. And like, 
we watch weird TV shows because we're French and like my grandma won't let us sit 13 at the table or wear green because we're French and superstitious. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so like all of that was just so relatable. Also like the idea of marrying outside of your culture is like definitely something that is tricky for some people. Like when I got married, like thankfully my soon to be ex-husband was like very accepting and like did a lot to integrate himself into the family and like my current boyfriend is taking French class because like it's very important to me that like you can not assimilate but like fit into my family structure and my family is like very important our language is very important like you see Tula going to Greek school where she had to learn Greek <laughs> Well, mm -hmm. I went to French school and after I started going to public school, my parents made me do French by correspondence with a French tutor because mm -hmm. like culture is important and language is important. And I don't know, I just like really related to this movie. I love this movie. Like you said, Colleen, like it is not the typical rom-com from the time. It is ugly girl, quote unquote ugly. Like they, they ugged her up, but she's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gets like, regular hot teacher man and like hot, <laughs> hot and like has cray cray family like mm -hmm. it's just like this is real life like travel agent meets teacher and has to get married and like navigate mm -hmm. all these weird ass wedding things that everybody has to deal with but certainly Tula has to deal with a lot more so it should not have worked the budget was tiny everything was tiny mm -hmm. and it's a masterpiece and it holds up so well mm -hmm. so well I it really I does it, it, this movie is just so I mean I think where I was living where my parents still live or whatnot there was something like insanely relatable about this movie because actually our town does have a relatively strong Greek population um and I mean I'm stereotyping a little bit here but I swear to god every single like Greek person, Greek kid I knew growing up, their family owns a restaurant. Mm, yeah. <laughs> every single one they own restaurants. Some sort they're of fantastic. business. They're fantastic restaurants. Was it the dancing um, Zorbas? No, we didn't have dancing <laughs> Zorbas, uh, but there's one like six sisters opened this like small, Ooh. like Italian Greek restaurant is really, really That's good. A um, lot of, a lot of pizza houses, a couple mm -hmm. of bakeries, um, but they're all owned by local Greek families. Um, one of which actually lived in our neighborhood and you know the end of this movie where oh the parents bought them a house and it's the house next door mm -hmm. this one greek family who had three sons um they All owned four <laughs> no only one of them was, it was nick. nick and mickey come on nick, colleen nick was, nicky. was chris nick and andreas Ooh, um, okay. they owned four houses in our neighborhood and as each of the boys like grew up and like got married, they got one of the houses. That's <laughs> in the neighborhood. Yeah. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. um, so there was something kind of related, relatable about that. I mean, this movie is just insanely quotable. Everything yeah. in this movie is quotable. It's Every so fucking good. line. Um, and I think it's it, it's important. I think one of the reasons that like you couldn't have predicted this is that this really was her writing. This is Nia Vardalis's like writing debut. I'm sure she wrote other mm -hmm. things in the past, but this is the first thing that she managed to like get made. Yeah. And to come out of the gate with this is absolutely insane. Like at this point, she was a Second City alum. 
Um, usually a lot of the people out of there end up on like SNL and like yeah. you spend a few years in that kind of sphere trying to like make it work, refine your own material, and then you can kind of move on to something else. You know, she had a couple of small acting credits at the time, but as a debut, this is, there's, it's just so, so tight. Mm -hmm. It's so many jokes packed into such a small time frame, such small moments that balance like the heart and the humor. Like there's the scene the night before the wedding where the the mom and the grandma. Yeah. 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 With the crown. Yeah. Yeah. Who has been like out of her mind the entire movie, but it's just like, no, I know exactly what we're doing here (laughs) with the wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, The breakfast scene where you just get like these like small background moments. Like you mentioned the bunt cake and there's just that yeah. like background noise. You would never, you might not even hear it. It's just like, you fixed it. Um, the breakfast scene where Tula's brother, Nick tricks Ian into saying like nice breasts to, to the mom who realizes what happened, smacks Nick on the forehead. And then as soon as she turns away, you notice that the dad actually reaches out and is like, that's my boy. Yeah. So <laughs> like, him on the forehead. <laughs> yeah. It's just amazing. This movie oh is so God. funny. Oh man. All right. Like, everything is relatable. Like the second you started saying that, I was just thinking of Tula's mom peeling potatoes in the kitchen and being like, peel some potatoes. And like in my family, it was yeah. like taking apart like the green beans, like shucking mm-hmm. the beans. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just like, everybody sat around the table and we all like fucking shucked beans. Like I didn't even like oh. beans and I was out here shucking beans. Like it was my job. <laughs> and I was like five. <laughs> like we would just talk and shuck beans and like, I don't know it's just like a thing and I just it's think Mia, thing. Like, she got this so right mm-hmm. like it was just family there was yes. nothing like extra to it there was it was just the quiet moments and it's so great and like to me this movie is to Nia what Mean Girls is to Tina Fey like it yeah. is a mm-hmm. masterpiece it's like so, quotable so iconic Everybody needs to have seen this movie. Every yeah. actor is hitting it out of the park. Hey. Joey Batone is in this movie. Can we talk about, wait, hey, Ian, we talk about we're going to kill you. We're going to kill you. <laughs> oh, he's Why so is he so good, good in this movie? So good. Why? He's just having fun. He's having so much fun pretending that the girl who plays Nikki is his sister. And they are just like the dance scene at the wedding between them. I'm like, oh, they are siblings. <laughs> Amazing. Well, and like. How incredible that he did this movie. Like, this is yeah. kind of like NSYNC is still a thing right now. Right. Yeah. Like, like he might have cost a lot of money to get to do this movie. Yes. <laughs> and he's just like this like random big character. And I'm just like, I'm obsessed with Joey Fatone in this movie. He's obsessed. So, good. so, he's so good. good. And he's adorable. And I love it. Just like my brother and his big ass girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Honestly, this is the most, is this the most quotable movie? It is up it's there. up there. It's it is I don't think it's all. It's also there. not one that you might think of like right off the top of your head, but it's up mm-hmm. there. It's but when you think about there. the movie, you're like, oh yeah, I know like so many scenes, move like characters, quotes from this movie. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like just... the woman turns the neck or the head any way she wants. Oh my god, that is classic. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about her later. I love. Oh my god, mom. I can't. I cannot I wait her, to yeah. talk more about this movie. <laughs> all right. So. We have, I mean, every scene in this movie is absolutely incredible, but if you had to pick a favorite, you have mm-hmm. to pick a favorite, what, what is it? Whew, okay. Yeah, this is very tough. I wanted to pick smaller moments because they're like the small moments in this movie are so cute and so sweet and very real, like so real to life. 
the struggle is real with learning how to put in contact lenses for the first time <laughs> when she's just like, oh my God, why my eye, it feels like it's falling out of my head. I had to do that when I was younger, learn how to put contacts in. My brother, before he got LASIK, wanted contacts and he had to learn how to put contacts in. I put his contacts in for him because he couldn't, like he could not get his finger to go into his eye. So I would like jam his eye open and be like, sit down, you're gonna get my finger in your eye. And I would put his contacts in for him because it was so hard. Oh, I also love the courting scenes where they're in the car and just making out hardcore and she just keeps leaving. like straightens up her shirt it's just like yeah she's like I gotta dip though I gotta go because we're parked not we're parked close to my house close enough where somebody is going to see us (laughs) I love those scenes and Ian is so understanding in those scenes too I know some guys would probably like freak out if they were making out hard that hardcore and the girl left which is like be more like Ian men every man should be an Ian yes be Ian. He's fantastic. How about and you, it, Anders? Yeah, I was gonna Favorite say you scene? want to go next. <laughs> so I mean the glow up is a really great scene. Uh, I think one of the things that makes that scene is really as strong as it is is that she's doing it all herself. Like yeah. she doesn't have like cousin Nikki swooping in to do everything. Like God. we're gonna like <laughs> or even like another friend or somebody, like she's just doing this on her own as she gains that confidence. Mm-hmm. And it's all great. Um but I gotta get no, the greatest scene in this movie is the first like full dinner with the with the two families, starting when they pull up with the bunt cake and there's the spit in the front yard. You've got the uh, Anita, Diane, and Nick. Anita, Diane, and Nick. Nick, 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 Vula has tells the story about her twin in the lump without teeth and the, the spinal column. And then we cap it all off with the Uzo, which I remember watching this movie. I think I think it may have been in the theater, um, but I was watching this movie for the first time. That scene comes on when they're passing out the shots. And I have I was 14, I think. Mm-hmm. 2002, yeah, 14. And I had like a a base understanding of alcohol at that point but I had no idea what Uzo was Black and I can see my dad and I can it's disgusting but um my dad just like just chuckling next to me as I passing these things out and I was like what and he just looks at me and he goes they're gonna get cocked yeah <laughs> yeah they're gonna get hammered for white get people hammered. <laughs> I mean, is there a better description of Ian's family than exactly what Gus says when he's like, they're toast, they're dry <laughs> toast. They yes. are exactly dry toast white people. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Flo, what about you? Harry. It was like. Harry. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's name is Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, again, the entire movie is a masterpiece. I... I'm going to focus more on the scenes where Tula was little. Oh, I love it. That was tremendously relatable to me as, like I said, like an immigrant kid. So I think like 
the most important scene to me is when she's at school and she takes out her lunch and it's musaka musaka and the girls are like the like blonde bitches who are definitely named like jessica and like Brittany or whatever yeah like oh there's at least two Brittany's and an ashley at that table a million percent (laughs) yeah when they like make fun of her lunch and she's just like this is what my mom packed me like fucking a like because i know how much she wishes she had a pb and j sandwich at that time like yeah. she's praying yeah. for that sandwich and it's not coming. And that was me. Like I was the kid with like the super French lunch. I had pate sandwiches with pickles in them. And like the kids were like, this smells bad. Like, what are you eating? Like, why are you like, why don't you have mac and cheese? And I was like, I've never even tasted mac and cheese. I hadn't even had mac and cheese until I was like 15. So like, it's just like it's not a thing and like, Lowe's childhood was not oh, and our the childhood look on, and not. the look on her face later like when she does get to sit with the girls at the yes, college and she pulls yes. out the sandwich that she made herself she's just it's so just happy like, it was the best feeling right like when I got to college guess what I was eating instant mac and cheese in the microwave I was like I just never candies. allowed in my house so like <laughs> I'm gonna fucking go um yeah it I just think like they really they nailed the immigrant kid experience like mm-hmm. and it just like makes you feel less alone in the world like not to like get deep but like this movie was get like deep. very very get like deep. transformative for me to like know that like there are other kids who feel this way and like even though I might be like the only one in my school like there are other kids out there who are struggling with that like identity piece but mm-hmm. I mean also like when her dad is driving her friends like the secondhand embarrassment <laughs> like, I can't give me a word any word oh my god <laughs> and, and he starts to pull wrong. it on the neighbor and he's oh wrong like no Amazing. kimono is not a greek word <laughs> uh, excuse me it come from the greek word himona, himona. which is meaning robe robe kimono <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> okay oh so speaking of which do you guys have a favorite line from this movie it's really hard for me to pick one it's really hard but the one that's just like it sticks out to me i referred to it earlier i mean he don't eat no meat what do you mean he don't eat no meat that's right that's okay i make lamb that is the one that like my family will still quote to each other like constantly that's so good if there was ever a meat that is a meat it is lamb it's a baby <laughs> it's a baby meat yeah <laughs> oh my god Oh, guys, she's amazing. I love her. We, um, I had just finished up this season of Only Murders in the Building. Yes. And she's on that show as a a minor character. And I was like, she looks really familiar. I know her from somewhere. And then I watched my Big Fat Creek Wedding and I'm like, holy shit. She's also right now, she's on, um, (laughs) she's on the show Evil. In her, mm. as a recurring character where there. she plays a nun that shit talks demons to their face she would Aunt Vula amazing would and Vula totally <laughs> would okay my favorite quote comes from the beginning of the movie and as a woman I feel this very very hard I had to go to Greek school where I learned valuable lessons such as if Nick has one goat and Maria has nine how soon will they marry amazing <laughs> So good because of course the guy's name is Nick and the dowry situation, the goats, like the woman is only worth as much as who she can marry, which that part is really hard to watch because her dad is like, you look so old. Why don't yeah. you get married and have kids? And and she's and she like, was like 10 to to school. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when she's 30, like fuck off Gus. 
<laughs> she's True. doing her best all she does is fucking work at your restaurant that's all she does and like hang out with you and your mom like what <laughs> give tula some credit but he also treats nick's aspirations to want to do art in the same yeah. way yeah so it's more like i think an old world situation where they just want their kids to do like pick a career where they'll be successful but still connected to the family yeah they want them to no she just wants he wants her to be athena who mm-hmm. great sense perfect like sense of time throughout this movie as like slowly like she gets like more and more pregnant and then like at the end on the yeah. wedding day she comes in and she's holding the baby yeah just to give like a good time sense so for good. how long this takes place flo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's your favorite line i mean <laughs> they're oh. all so good so i'm just gonna go with the ones that i quote most often i would say the top two that are quoted most often by me and my family are actually like right before Anders's line of I make glam. They like grab him by the fucking collarbone and they go, I could snap you like a chicken. <laughs> and you haven't been eating all the time. We say that all the fucking time. Anytime somebody's hungry, somebody goes, I could snap you like a chicken. Um, I think the other one is definitely just like the bun cake. Like I can't look at a bun cake without going, there's a hole in this cake. Bunk, bunk, bunk. but like that was the funniest bit because like there are things that like immigrant parents cannot say bunt is one of them my mom do not ever fucking ask her to go to the beach because she'll be like we're going to the bitch like can't she can't do it she cannot if i ever meet your mom that's the first thing i'm asking her perfect i mean like (laughs) for years she could not say evan's name she called him heaven because like she could not, she could not say it. So there are just like certain things. It's not even, it's not even worth saying. Bunt is definitely one of them. So fucking relatable. And what There's a freaking white ass dessert to bring. <laughs> right? Oh, There's like God. not even frosting on it. It's like just no. straight up like a vanilla bunt cake. Cake. Just not, no. At oh, least God. that's when, icing. <laughs> and when Tula's at their house, it's like, didn't you have a Greek secretary? Oh my no, god, she was Guatemala. Yeah. She was Armenian. And Portugal is like so Greece cringe. is not no. Yeah. <laughs> but also like when she brings out her wedding book, but it's just <laughs> it's like the gaudiest thing. That part Everything to do with the that's wedding. Optional. <laughs> that's optional, yeah. That's optional. Everything to do with the wedding is insane. Those insane. bridesmaid dresses. I love how her entire family plans the wedding without her. Yes. Like the entire thing she i already got the invitations i think like quietly one of my favorite scenes is when they're in the limo after the wedding and ian's like are you under there and she's like <laughs> literally ripping bows off of her dress okay and, like, so that is the that is off. the um mm-hmm. that is for me like the one time when like my suspension of disbelief in this movie like doesn't ha- i don't have faith that really? she'd be able to get that makeup off rip all that stuff off her dress and still walk in looking like she does <laughs> to the reception i mean maybe <laughs> she does wear makeup to bed which is one of the parts where i'm like oh uh, speaking of that scene i mean drag queens could learn a few things from your aunts that's right <laughs> that's right <laughs> so good oh my god i love it's a mosquito bite <laughs> she's got this freaking it's a zit it's a zit <laughs> put some oh yeah you did this morning i put some that's right oh my god so excellent all right favorite characters it's time you got to pick one Mm -hmm. yep i think we can't count tula or ian 
because no. they're the leads. Okay. They're right. both amazing. Right. We love them both. For me, it has to be Tula's mom, Maria. I love her. Eat something. <laughs> Tula's upset. <laughs> and that is such a mom so thing good. to like not in, not wanting to engage in an emotional conversation because they're not ready yet. So they're like, what can they do? What can they do to help their kid eat something? And that is so relatable. So relatable. <laughs> and there's food everywhere. Like there's always food. No matter there's what. always food everywhere. There's some always something to eat. And I love that. <laughs> One of the best sibling moments I think that we get. And it, there's the whole scene um, later on with the um, matchmaking dinner scene. <laughs> well, there's the matchmaking dinner oh scene. Oh my God. There's later on, like Nick has his like heart to heart with Tula about how he's mm-hmm. going to go to art school. But I think, honestly, one of the biggest just small sibling snippets in this movie is we get almost no time with Tula and her sister. Yeah. Like, they, I don't think they have any, like, one-on-one time. But it's earlier in the movie that Athena is like, I'm going to the Jewel, I'll buy you some pantyhose. Like, da yeah. And the mom does the, no queen size, they make me look fat. And Tula yeah. and Athena just lock eyes. <laughs> It's like the most like understanding of each other. Like we know exactly what's happening here. We can read each other's minds in this situation. Yes. All of these siblings definitely know each other so well, which can be annoying at times, but also helps them kind of survive their parents a little bit. I think Um, I I do think Maria is much more understanding of Tula. Mm -hmm. She basically just caves immediately and is like, yeah, you're going to be with this Ian guy. She tells him to, she tells Tula to stop once. And then it's like, yeah, it's not going to stop. So (laughs) I'm not going to keep trying anymore. I love how she handles her husband. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, you may be the head of the family, baby, but you don't rule the roost. She and when her and Bula are trying to figure out how to get him to agree to Tula going to work at the travel agency is great. Like, don't tell me what to do, but also tell me what to do. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Okay. Yes, exactly. I love that part. The actress, Andrea Martin, is amazing. Her comedic timing is so good. All of her lines are just perfect. I love her. And her and Gus's relationship is also really cute. Mm. You can tell they very much love each other. But I think she's had to put up with a lot of shit because he seems like a little bit eccentric. Yeah, she actually, so Tula's mother actually reminds me that that particular scene um, with getting getting Tula to be able to go to school. That reminds me, actually, it's my great grandmother um, had to fight my great grandfather on my grandma going to college. Mm-hmm. He was just like, she's a woman. She doesn't need to go. And my great grandma was like, no, fuck that. We're in America now. My, yeah. my daughter is getting an education. So, and you're so they like hashed out the deal. <laughs> she had to go to, I run the restaurant. I cook, I clean, I wash for you. And yes. I teach Sunday school and I raise three kids. Yeah. Lucky you could tie my shoes. That's right. <laughs> cool. And he knew he was in trouble. She's too. so good. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that scene. But yeah, no, my favorite character has to be Angula. It just has to, she's just so funny. From beginning to end, every line she delivers, you crack up. I mean, the, the lump. <laughs> every time it comes on, I'm like, wow. Yeah. And she's like she goes so there. like deadpan about it. Yeah. It's amazing. My twin. My twin. Oh my God. Um, oh my God. Yeah, Chloe, who's your favorite? Incredible. 
I mean, y'all picked really good ones. And There's I don't so want to say Joey ones. Fatone. Just <laughs> um, I think I'm going to have to pick Gus. I think it's like Gus is just like a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. He really just wants what's best for his family. Mm-hmm. And he just has like a very strict idea of what that is. But I think like my favorite Gus part is at the wedding where he hands Ian the envelope and Ian mm-hmm. says they bought us a house and it's just like this is exactly why he's been like why he's living like he lives yeah. for his children mm-hmm. and it's just like it's really beautiful and like not every family is like that I there's a lot of issues in my family but like I'm very blessed that like I've got parents who 100% would do like whatever it took to support me mm-hmm. um and so like yeah. even though we're like they're they're hard to deal with and there's like a lot like i wish i didn't have to go to french school for sure they're hard to deal (laughs) what there's an extra level to the immigrant parent experience but uh i mean they are here and like they they would do whatever to to help me out so you know in that i'm just like gus is a gem and he's preposterous he's preposterous but he's so sweet i do love the parental guilt is real. Yeah. When Tula asks him, like she wants her freaking computer, <laughs> she's like, "Why do you want to leave Why me? Do you want to leave me?" It's like, oh my god, the guilt is strong yeah. with this one, and she knows yes. what he's doing. She just immediately is like, "Wow, yeah, yeah." <laughs> like I knew this is what was going to happen. Yeah, oh it's it's all fantastic. I going back to the to the scene where they like they manipulate Gus into like letting her work at the travel agency The tell me what to say, but don't tell me what to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out that like the results of that conversation is that Gus just points at Tula and says, she'll go work for you. And Nikki, who's not even here, you you'll send her here to work for yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how Nikki responded to that whole situation. I she mean, probably didn't show up to work. As long as Nikki can have her tits out, she's very happy. That's true. <laughs> she's, she is a gem. I almost picked Nikki as my favorite character. I was wondering I if you would. I think I Nikki is incredible. <laughs> she the pottery is class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just her delivery. <laughs> like, she's, she's a great cousin. And she's clearly, like, so protective. But you can tell she's just, like, a slutty bitch. And I'm so here for her. <laughs> I am rooting for Nikki all the time. The reveal of the bridesmaid's dress. You couldn't visualize. (laughs) This is not from the material you showed me. (laughs) I just like like obsessed with the bows everywhere. (laughs) It's so tacky and amazing. (laughs) And how many freaking bridesmaids are there's like all you have to have all of your cousins. All your cousins. You can't because if you pick one and don't pick the others, what no. But like, what a testament to um, Tula and Ian's like love that she's just like, I honestly do not give a fuck about this wedding. Like, I just want to be married. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, they can wear whatever the fuck they want. It doesn't even matter. No. Oh, she's man. like, I mean, you became Greek Orthodox for me. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. so beautiful. Like, Ian, Ian is just a gem. He's so Ian chill. is a gem. He's so so chill and he's he like you want me to be punches. greek orthodox all right like yeah that is one thing i could say I, w- I would not do 
you would not become Greek Orthodox? I would not, I would not convert for the sake of the wedding. That's, that's unless I actually unless I actually fully believed in what I was doing, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that. So and I did convert, fine. not for the sake of the wedding, because I obviously have convictions, but like that again, like on a rewatch, like super relatable mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to raise kids something or another. And like it's hard when you're not the same religion. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I guess like it matters less now, but at the time it like mattered more. But because this is like 20 years ago. I mean, it was yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just like love how he did it. Like he was just like, if this is what you need me to do, then like you're important enough that like I'm gonna do this. And I'm just like Get you a man like Ian Miller. He was just really matter of fact about Ian the whole thing Miller. too. Exeno. 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 Which has to be like Sassenek, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's almost like mud blood in Gus's mouth. Exeno. <laughs> With the big long hair on top of his head. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh man. But it's okay. There's apples and oranges. So mm-hmm. we're good. We're good. Yeah, we all that speech. We're all fruits. That speech is fantastic. It is a great speech. Gus, although he's a little stuck in his own mindset and his own time, he does do well, like with changing and embracing change eventually. It mm-hmm. just takes him a little longer. Yeah. Than some other people. Like the rest of the family is like, Ian, <laughs> we're going to kill you. <laughs> Oh my god. Did you guys watch the show or the sequels? Sequel? I have not. Um, I do want to see the sequel. I remember when it came out and I really wanted to see it and for some reason or another I just never got to it. Mm. But I think it's on It's on a streaming HBO service. Max. Yeah, I think something. it's on HBO Max. So I'll probably watch it. I like her and I like John Corbett. I did not watch the TV show because John Corbett was not on it. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a TV show. There was a TV show. It was called My Big Fat Greek Life. It was okay. like one season. It right? didn't it didn't last even a full season. Like wow. I remember I watched the pilot and I almost didn't finish the pilot because it was so bad. But like mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just out of straight loyalty to the movie. I'm gonna watch the full episode. And no, I, I wanna say it probably had like a like a 10 episode order and maybe like mm-hmm. four of them aired. Wow. <laughs> it it yes. got pulled quick. Just like um, Joey. <laughs> Joey I lasted, did, like, I Joey did lasted a season or two, I think, though. Did it? Yes, no, it, it did. I think it, yes, it did. Oh they were it, really I, it, it at the very show. least got a full season. It was really bad. I started watching terrible. that. And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not watch the show. I did watch the sequel um, only a couple years ago. Was it cute? <laughs> okay. I, it was about her daughter, and I think it was her daughter going to prom. Well, it's like her daughter going to prom. And I, I just remember like from the trailers, effectively, I think it like they discover some like old document and find out that the parents are yes. not actually legally married. They're not, they're oh. not actually married. So they, Maria. they have to get remarried, right? Yeah. That's right. Um, that would be amazing. Okay. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fine. It's definitely like not anywhere near as mm-hmm. a, a, like a masterpiece as this movie. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a C movie. It was fine. Yeah. yeah and they are making another one which i think is going to involve the daughter's wedding okay oh okay well i would i'd watch it I'll it's kind of like mamma mia another thing that is way better than it has any right to be mamma mia fully 
Agree. Oh, I love Mamma Mia so much. I did not watch the sequel, but Mamma Mia is oh, A, one of my favorite Broadway musicals. Mm-hmm. B, absolutely one of my favorite movies. And I saw it in theaters and I picked a back row seat so that I could dance in the theater. You need I to see the sequel. You need I know, to see I you will cry. Watching it. You will I weep. started watching it and I made it. Well, because Charlotte was obsessed with Mamma Mia during lockdown. Mm, mm-hmm. And like we decided we were going to go to Greece after the world reopened. Like she's yes. all about that life. I love Greece. Greece is so beautiful. Greece is amazing. I like really want to go. Let's go. But yeah, so then we were like, great, we'll watch Mamma Mia too. And then she didn't get into it. And then like I had to parent. But yeah. when I kissed the teacher, that whole scene is so freaking <laughs> good. Oh man. It's really good. <laughs> I sobbed in the theater. My mom and I were both crying. Aww. And my mom does not cry <laughs> easily at things unless it's a Hallmark commercial at Christmas time. So she was like, I'm crying. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I don't want to tell you. That yeah, we can't tell you. <laughs> we can't tell you. I, Let's I don't just know. say it's another okay. mother-daughter moment. Like it's yeah. just a. It's a very it's a very good movie for mom and da- moms and daughters to watch. And I think sons and moms too, for real. Yeah. No, it works. It just is like it's kids. A, the first one moms. is the first one is is very good. I will oh say. Oh my god, so mm-hmm. good. Meryl Streep is amazing. Oh fucking good. Pierce Brosnan. What a fucking cast that movie has. Anyways, I'm sorry. We can do a whole episode on Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma Mia, the the Broadway musical slash American movie set in Greece with a title in Italian made of songs from a Swedish band. And I yep. and then there's another, then there's a random French song in there. So <laughs> voulez-vous? Yeah. Yeah. Christine, Baran- <laughs> Christine Baranski. That's all. That's all we need. Oh, she slays. She's Christine awesome. Baranski slays and everything. She has not <laughs> aged. That woman looks the exact same now that she did in the Birdcage. Like for mm. real, mm-hmm. she looks amazing. Another we, movie that is way better than so it good. seems to have any right to be. Yeah. Well, we also can't discount Amanda Seyfried in that movie. She really, she did. A she has job. the best voice. She did a great job in that movie. Really, really nice. Dominic Cooper should have a better career than he does. I agree. Mm. I agree. I think oh, he well. got pushed aside by a couple other guys that look a lot like him. Yeah. Which yeah, that was your Mamma Mia teaser. If you'd like a full episode <laughs> of Mamma Mia, please leave us a five-star review and drop a comment or email us at Bohemian Geek Studies. <laughs> and I think that's where we'll leave it today. So as Flo just <laughs> hit that follow button wherever you're listening to us, YouTube, podcast app, whatever, leave us that five-star review. Come back with us next time. We'll have more shenanigans and more shit that is way better than it should have been. Also this season, we are forcing each other to engage with each other's various fandoms. I'm you so check- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sorry. You're not sorry one bit. sorry. You're correct. <laughs> I will say, for what I was afraid you were going to probably make us get in with Flo... I, I was pleasantly surprised. The list of books that I almost made Anders read, honestly, <laughs> would shock people. I'm not shocked. No, Colleen would have Yeah, I wouldn't it. be shocked. Anders would have been like, Jesus, I need to burn my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible day to have eyes. <laughs> yep. Well, guys, find us on uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram. Check out all the offerings in the Forgotten Entertainment family on ForgottenEntertainment.com. And as always, keep telling other nerdy knights to join us. It always helps. Mm-hmm. Until next time, don't forget your Windex and keep those episodes and movies streaming.
Bye bye. Opa. 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 All right. Bye, Zenos. <laughs>